Secondly, work instead of worrying. Inactivity doesn't help. I know some people right now, they've got some problems, but they are just withdrawing totally themselves. They won't go to church. They won't go to work. They don't have any activities. They don't have any hobbies. They just are away in their little room by themselves. And folks, that's not healthy. That's not good. Interaction with people and a job, working some kind of activity, is good for us. Get a checkup. You know, you may have something wrong biologically, chemically, and physically, even in your body, that's causing you to be discouraged. You realize there's such a thing as a chemical balance in your body? If it gets out of whack, it can lead to discouragement, even depression. Well, guess what? Doctors have cures for that now. They can give you a pill, make you feel better. If it don't heal you, it'll make you forget you're sick anyway. How's that? <laughs> no, seriously, I, I, I shouldn't be facetious here because I work in a, in a vocation where I work with a lot of people who battle depression. And if you think you've got depression, well, I can, I can introduce you to some folks. That if, you, if you've never had depression or never dealt with depression, it isn't a laughing matter, is it? It is definitely not a laughing matter. There is clinical depression that is very, very real. And it's serious. And if you or somebody you know encounters is suffering from it, help them get help. Don't just leave them in it. And don't make fun of them. And don't just go up to them and say, well, cheer up. You know, that, that don't help. It really doesn't help at all. Well, bless God, if you had enough faith, you wouldn't feel that way. And if the person who was suffering from depression could, they would just take it and put it on you and say, see what you can do with it. <laughs> And you'd find out. It is, it is not an easy thing to get yourself out of. In fact, it's very difficult to get yourself out of it. You need other people to help you overcome it. Okay? So then, how to overcome discouragement? Here's one that's very important. Stop playing the blame game. Stop playing the blame game. It does no good to blame somebody else. And, and that is a characteristic of depression. And you have to recognize it and say, okay, wait a minute now. Nobody got me into this. It's something that's going on inside of me. It, it, it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. It has to do with me. I've got to deal with this, okay? And I've got to get help to deal with it. If you're discouraged, don't blame other people for your discouragement. Don't blame circumstances. Don't blame situations. Remember that triumph is just oomph added to triumph, okay? <laughs> you will triumph. You will come through it. Amen? You will make it. Keep telling yourself, I am an overcomer. I am not a victim. I am a victor. The minute you allow yourself to begin to develop or, 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 or adopt or, or attach to you a victim mentality, you're going to begin to see everything in life as oppressing you, as down on you, as unfair to you, as against you. But if you turn that around and you say, you know what, I'm a child of God, I'm not a victim, I'm a victor, I'm going to overcome. Now, I, I may be like the three Hebrew children, they threw in the fiery furnace and they said to them, you know, if you don't bow, we're going to throw you in there, man, you're going to burn. They said, listen, we are not going to bow to you. In, in essence, in my own words, I don't care if you do throw us in there. Our God is able to deliver us, but if he doesn't choose to deliver us, we still ain't going to bow. Now, that was a mindset that no matter how bad it looks, I'm going to triumph one way or the other. Amen? I am going to triumph over this. I'm going to have the victory one way or the other. How to overcome? Give to others. Give to others. As I said before, join a support group. This is a redwood that I put up there for an illustration. Big, great, giant trees that are, some of them are 2,000 years old. Mostly they grow on the west coast. I've seen these things. I've, 
I've been in them. And the thing you may not know is that even though they are, are sometimes three, four hundred feet high and so big around that you could drive a car through them, yeah, redwoods, these things are, their root system is very near the surface. They don't put down real deep roots. And so that's why you will see them growing in clusters and in, in forests, because if they didn't, the wind would blow them over. They don't have the rootism to sustain them. You and I, we need to understand that we need one another. We don't have to do it alone. We don't have to. And that's, what, that's one of the planks of my ministry in this church, is to teach us to care for one another and to let each other know you've got somebody that loves you. You've got somebody that if, if you're feeling down, you call them up. And you don't have to tell them, hey, I'm feeling down. Just call them up and talk to them a little bit and you'll wind up in encouraging one another. If you call them up and they're down, you'll probably wind up encouraging them. You ever done that? I have. Okay, and become an encourager. By the way, Charles Schwab was the first man to be paid a million dollars in salary per year. He was the first guy. He took over a steel mill. And somebody asked Charles Schwab, said, why do they pay you that kind of a salary? Are you that good? He said, the reason they pay me that kind of salary is, yes, I get results, but he said, I get results because I encourage people. Bottom line. He was an encourager. That's how he realized such tremendous business results by encouraging people. It will pay you dividends to become an encourager, not only in terms of lifting you up, but lifting others up. Don't we all want to see our brothers and sisters be their best and achieve their, their utmost for his glory? And let's be encouraged. That's how we can overcome discouragement.